Do we want to talk about the AB thing? We do want to talk about AB. Because it's, it's popular. Because it's popular. Like, everybody knows. You got to get AB out this Friday. Right. get AB out. He took his shirt off. Mm-hmm. And he just, he went the deuces to the crowd. Deuces. Deuces and deuces. No, he actually, he did some jumping jacks first. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. He did about three. Yeah. It was, his knee looked fine then. Oh, his knee looked It was his ankle or knee. It was his ankle. I don't know, nothing, like about, I know nothing about the injuries. Neither does the, <laughs> the head coach. I just want to know which came first. The uh, Le'Veon Bell holdout or? I think the Le'Veon Bell holdout came first. Okay, so that's where A.B. got the idea. He was like, oh, I'm going to do, do like my boy did. He got paid. Because, you know, Le'Veon got that big contract from, from the Jets. He had it a whole year, and then he got paid from the Jets. He did get paid from the he Jets. Never was, he never was the guy there, though. No, but he might be the guy now. In Tampa Bay. Yeah, A.B. out, Le'Veon Bell's back in. I mean, yeah. He just scored a touchdown early. He did. But he could be scoring touchdowns in the playoffs. A.B. ain't. <laughs> A.B. ain't. What are you going to be doing? On, on, he, he's, he, doing he, he, he's doing cameos. He is welcome to come on the Matt Woody podcast to talk about what happened. I, I want to know what happened. He is also welcome on the Indianapolis Colts because they need him today. The Jags, they got you. They, they got, got our number, but hey, we, this is what's going to happen. We're going to trade Carson Wentz. We're actually just going to release, release him, all right? We're just going to say, bye-bye, thanks for your service. And we're going to trade for – you ready for this? Hold on, hold on. You're going to trade Carson Wentz for – We're going to trade, just trade to make a trade for we ain't gonna trade. We're gonna trade some draft picks and okay. a couple sandwiches. Okay. Who is it? I was thinking Marcus Mariota, but. Some draft picks for Mariota yeah. and a couple sandwiches. A I couple sandwiches is not. People like that. sandwiches? Yeah. But I was thinking we get Matt Ryan, though. <laughs> no, no, you ain't getting Matt Ryan. Why not? He's I'm gonna, sure he's done in Atlanta. I don't think he is done in Atlanta. I think he's gonna do like the Big Ben is doing with Pittsburgh. He's nah, gonna do he's ready for a change. Where would he go that he could thrive? Indianapolis. Who's he going to throw the ball to? A.B. A.B. <laughs> what you mean? And then after we get Matt Ryan, he's going to talk to A.B. and tell him to go to counseling and get his life together. And next next season, like week six, we're going to sign A.B. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our. Because who is Is it Jim Irsay? Jim Irsay. He loves yeah. to take chances. Oh, so he yeah he's he likes to drink and drive. He loves to take chances. <laughs> he likes to drink and drive. He, he likes to drink. I mean, he's he got the DUI before, so obviously he loves to take chances, right? Well, wait, what if he thinks he made a mistake? What the drink and drive? Yeah. What he if he's like, now I don't love taking chances no more. I learned my lesson. Well, never, I mean, never take chances again. They took they a chance to get Carson Wentz, so you see where it got us now. We lost to Jackson. I'm just saying, hey, Matt it, Ryan. It got y'all where all y'all had to do was beat Jacksonville. Beat all he had to do. The game was on him. So you think it was all Carson Wentz? It was 100% Carson Wentz. I saw him throw one pick. If we had AB, if you had open, he would have been out. I'm just saying, Matt Ryan, no. AB, win the Super Bowl. They both retired the same year. Well, I'm still dreaming on the day there's a Lions Raiders Super Bowl. But AB to the coast sound way better than Lions Raiders Super Bowl. You know? Depends who you're asking. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's just crazy that this has been a great season for my boy JT. Shout out to JT, late the league in Russia. Broke the rookie record for the Colts. 
Glenn, I mean, I think it was, I don't know who did it, but he broke the record. He's now the record. But we're not getting in the playoffs. What do you think about that, man? Like, you think it was a wasted season for him? Hey, he he going to get paid eventually, but, like, so, it would have been nice to go to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Well, JT was good and all. Lions should have drafted him. I'm still a little upset about but it. But he went to the coast, though. Yeah. And you see what he did there? He led the league in rushing. Best O-line in the yeah. league. Shout out to the Coast O-line. That's not going to the playoffs. For, and so you're doing the same thing as the Lions fan. I'm doing uh, uh, get a new quarterback slash A-B thing. We got our quarterback. We, we ain't got ours, yeah. though. You think we make a trade, we got We just swap out quarterbacks. No. You wouldn't like that? No matter what I want. All matters what MCDC wants. He going to steer the ship. Hey, man. But I want to backtrack on the whole A-B thing. All right, go ahead. Because let's start at the beginning. You said the Le'Veon holdout came first. It did. Then how did A-B depart from Pittsburgh? Well, I think he had missed that last game. Uh, I think it was a playoff game. They lost it to somebody. And then and Juju fumbled, and that was – Yeah, but before yeah. before all that – before the A-B situation, like before it corrupted in Pittsburgh – do you remember the hit he took by Fontes Berkey in the playoff game? It was a brutal hit, man. Yeah, like, I can remember seeing it. Like, he ain't been the same since. So they were possibly saying that he has CTE right now. That's why he's acting out and not acting himself. That is true. That was that I mean, was. That, that you, is... you go back and look at that video, man. That was a vicious. Yeah, hit. but so I remember and watching. Fontes Berkey is not a nice guy. He's kind of notorious for. He got suspended the whole season is. one time. Or hit he did on Jack Gould. Yeah. Tight end? Yeah, he, he hit my quarterback. He was playing for the Raiders at the time. He knocked, he knocked my guy out for a couple games, but that's another story. But yeah, AB ain't been the same since that hit, man. So then he just set out the, his last game at Pittsburgh. Yeah, he said, was, was his contract up, or did he just not come back? I think his. They may have traded him, huh? He got traded. No, because I thought the Raiders signed. I think he got. They traded for him, and then they gave him a big deal. The Raiders did. Yeah. And then he was just trying to get released from the Raiders. Yeah, because he went that chamber and everything. He burned his feet or something, you know, because he when that cold chamber barefooted and burned his feet. Mm-hmm. And that get there for that. And but it's also the helmet deal too. Yeah, he was refused to play. He just everyone, refused to play for everyone agreed to change their helmets, including Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But A.B. was so adamant about having this helmet. Why do you think he just didn't want to play for, was it Oakland at the time? Oakland. I mean, why? I don't know. I, don't, I mean. It I'm, just doesn't make sense. So the fact that you bring up the, the hit, you know, from Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Vontaze yeah. Perfect. I mean, it could make sense. It does kind of line up. And then, but he and but he blew so much money that he. He was guaranteed 34 million. 34 million. AB? AB. From the Raiders. From the Raiders. Guaranteed. You just piss all over that. And then he gets he gets cut by the Raiders. And then he, he signs with the Patriots for like two games. But then while he's there, he like, you know, he was going through the whole the case with the girl with the whole like massage and misappropriate, you know, conduct. Whatever. Yeah, I remember seeing the videos of him at his house. <clears throat> they were Throwing stuff out the windows. Yeah, that was his, that was his baby mama. Yeah, this was a whole nother case. Wait, what was the case you were talking about? 
they would have like a massage therapist or something they say touch her inappropriately or whatever that was a whole other deal and but he ended up like while he was with the patrons he like messaged her like threatened her and she like leaked those like texts and like cut him from the patrons and then after he got cut from the patrons he went at robert Kraft saying like robert Kraft was a racist owner blah 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 which Robert Kraft is one of the most respected owners in the NFL. Like. He did go on an investigation for some stuff a couple years ago, but I guess nothing came out about it. I never heard nothing bad. But didn't AB also say similar stuff about, uh, was it the Raiders' owner? Or he just called him the C word, which I can't say on air. <laughs> okay. He just called him the C word, which I can't say on air. Okay. And, uh, well, he gets cut by the Raiders, I mean Patriots, and he's out of the league for a while. You know, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. And he was like, hey, look at you as a, a big receiver. AB's out there. The head coach says, nah, we don't we don't want him. He's a distraction. Because Bruce Aaron, Arians, which is the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was in Pittsburgh when AB was, you know, what was, he, what was he in Pittsburgh then? Offensive coordinator. He was the OC. OC. So he was, you know, around AB a lot in Pittsburgh. And he was like, no way we bring a man Tom. Tom keeps saying, hey, we, we need AB. They finally agreed to sign AB, but they said, "Hey, we ain't having no none of that." And you know, he stays he stays cool for a little bit, but then there was a fake vaccination card. There was a fake vaccination. He got suspended like two games, but he was all he was hurt during that time. So I guess that was good because he can rehab during that time. But the fake vaccination card, which is a federal offense or something, uh, states in our country. I guess all countries, honestly. Uh, it wouldn't be a federal defense varying with state. We got to get into that. Oh, okay. Go <laughs> ahead, Mr. Lawyer. If it's a federal law, it applies across the country. If it's state law, it just to be the state. So a federal law is like countrywide? Yeah, federal is. I didn't know what federal, federal meant. But go on with the A-B timeline. But, you know, the, the fake vaccination card, he gets suspended three games. Well, after those three games, he comes back. And Tom Brady throws him the ball like 13 times. He catches 10 of them for like... A buck oh six, and he scores a touchdown. You know, AB's happy because he's getting fed the ball. And you know, the next week, you know, he's they're playing the Jets. They were down like seven at halftime, third quarter. Coach says, "AB, go back in the game." AB said, "Nah, I ain't going back in the game." That's what happened. This is allegedly. I don't know what happened. This is this is my point of view, bro. Okay. This is what I got. From, I got. I talked to a reliable source. Okay. And AB said, "I ain't going back in the game." And coach says, why, why are you not going back in? I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to. And the coach says, you're effing done. Get out of here. And A.B. leaves. But he leaves. But before he leaves, he takes off his shoulder pads, his shirt. He, he said he thought about Moon in the crowd. He thought about that. I wish he would have. That would have made, made it more interesting <laughs> and funnier. And he, did, he does like three or five jumping jacks, and he exits the crowd. Exit the stadium. Shout out to AB. Walks off into the sunset, huh? Walks off into the sunset. Goes on a podcast and says how Tom Brady's on his friends because he's good at football and all this nonsense. I've seen that clip of the podcast too. To be fair, have you seen the entire podcast? I've watched the whole thing. I think the whole thing is AB just talking out of his CTE brain. I've seen some clips of him where he uses words that I don't think exist. Kumbaya. 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 We're having a Kumbaya. Maybe that's just so AB right now, me and you are having a Kumbaya. It's just a, it's just a casual conversation, man. 
That's what kumbaya is. I, I guess I, I need, that might be an inside joke. Kumbaya, man. I, don't I guess know. that's an inside joke. You gotta watch that. You gotta listen to that podcast, man. Thanks for having a kumbaya, man. Kumbaya. He's calling us right now. Answer it, man. AB? No, we don't answer this on the podcast? We don't answer this on the podcast, bro. That AB. I'm sorry, man. So disrespect. Is it AB? No, it's HB. Answer, man. It's HB. We got a call on the podcast. We got a call live on the podcast right now? Yo, what's, what's up, what's HB? What's say, HB? We got HBO watch. Uh, if you're listening to this, like, go follow us. Okay, so we got a we got a caller into the podcast who, who says, is it? Shout out to HB. who says he disagrees uh, with your take on the Antonio Brown situation. But what does he have to say about it? Oh, we got audio difficulties. Are you there? Yeah, what, what do you, do you think about AB? HB? Well, I'm just saying, like, I think AB was, like, talking out of his head on the podcast. Did you listen? Did you watch the podcast that he was on? Uh, the full one? Yes. Uh, I saw a little bit of it. What do you think about the little bit that you saw of it? Uh, can you remind me of what specific part you're talking about? Well, I'm talking about the part where he just mentioned how Tom Brady was only his friend because he was a good football player and how the coaches never had his back. I don't know. I mean... There might be some truth in that. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. But so you're, I, what I'm saying is, like, I think I'm saying, like, duh, Tom Brady's on your friend because you're a good receiver. I mean, I don't know. What do, you, no. what do you think? What do you think about Antonio Brown as like a person? Well, I don't know him personally, so I can't really make a, a judgment based off of his. Well, as a person, we, we both know he's a good football player. But what do you think about his antics? You know, I think he's done some questionable stuff. Um. But at the end of the day, he might be a genius. He might have something in the works after football. You know? How is he a genius? I want to chime in just a little bit here because I thought maybe the same thing. Maybe everything is a strategic play to him. What's he trying to do? We're talking about him. It's a viral moment. Maybe he's a genius. I'll let the you know, call it. I'd be the same way I, I've always felt about LeVar Ball. People always thought LeVar Ball was an idiot. I've always thought he was, you know, strategic in the things he said and the things he did. Okay. I mean, I, I get what y'all are saying. Wow. We're talking about it. So maybe he's just over the whole football thing. Is trying to change. He's trying to like change his like maneuver into some other field and just try to stay relevant until he can get that to the masses. I guess the real question is, you know, we don't know how much money he's spending, so that's what you got to find out. How much money he's losing too from leaving leaving early. But we appreciate we appreciate you calling in. Uh, We appreciate all calls on the podcast. Shout out to HB. First time caller, live on air. Man, that's crazy. But, but I, I, I understand what y'all are saying, though. We're, we're, we're keeping his name relevant. Like, uh-huh. he's still being talked about. Yeah, but then some, I mean, I don't know. I just had all the money that he's losing. Well, Ben Simmons is also losing all kinds of money. But he's, he's, that's it. What you think about him? Is it just out of pettiness? Yeah, he's being petty. He don't want to play for the six. Just because they, was, they were booing him. And then, who's it? Was it uh, Julius Randle? Who was giving the thumbs down when the crowd was che- was cheering for him, or was that Tobias Harris? That's probably Tobias Harris. I think I saw some stuff with Julius Randle too, where the Knicks were booing him earlier, and then he made a play, and he was like, "Oh, uh, no, yeah, I, I did see that." I, did. I think it was Julius Randle giving the thumbs down. They were losing against the Celtics when they came back and won but, that game. But we can stay on the on the Ben Simmons topic. So the city just turned their back on him so much that he's like, "No, nah, 
I'm not going to let y'all want to pay me. I'm not playing. And he got to be up there almost a 20 million loss this season. But how much money did he make in this first couple of years playing? Well, he just signed that contract a couple of years ago. So, I mean, he's just. This has got to be his second deal. I think rookie deal. And then, oh, this his first big deal is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. So, he, he, I don't think he made much his rookie year. He had two rookie years. Yeah. Well, he um, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He did. This first one didn't count, though, right? Yeah, because he won against Donovan Mitchell. But regardless, now he's just sitting out because the city turned his back on him. Is that all it is? So, what do you, what do you think he should do? Just just keep keep doing this, or why would you? Why would he come back at this point? I don't know, man. I feel like if you're in the NBA, you know, you probably like the game of basketball. Maybe he doesn't like the game of basketball anymore. If I think he doesn't, he doesn't like who he plays for. I don't think he likes that city. I think he wants to go. I feel like. If they trade him now, he will come back and play for the next thing he was traded on. So you're blaming it all in Philadelphia? I mean, I'm blaming on the fans in the city, how they treated him, which they they had every reason to do that because he so I don't, didn't perform well I can't speak firsthand from, like, how the city treated him. Like, are, are the boos really that bad in the arena? I mean, I, I've seen him boo a couple of times this season. Just think I mean, about if he came back after all this has been going on. How do you think they're treated? Oh, him? yeah. he's It's, it's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. You might get cheese thrown at him. Cheese thrown at him? Cheese steak. Really cheese. They have to take the caps off the drinks already because people will throw bottle caps. For real? Yeah. Just think about how many he would get in the head with. He'd be dodging me on fast break. But, yeah, he's, he's definitely not coming back and playing for the Sixers. That's just right into the cold. Like <laughs> quarterback. No, but so if you're, making, if you're making Philadelphia seem like that's just a – Bad fan base. Does that make AI's legacy that much better? That he's like a legend in Philadelphia. Andre Iguodala, a legend in Philadelphia. I mean, I guess. Doctor J, the legend from Philadelphia. I assume it was. I don't think the fans treated those guys like they're treating Ben. I think their expectations for Ben was too high. They should have waited on him to develop that shot. They knew he didn't have no shot. They're mad at him for making one pass. One pass, too many. Well, they people say the same thing about LeBron, but the, typically those LeBron moments are in the finals. Yeah, but Ben Simmons couldn't play. They knew he couldn't shoot. What, what were they expecting him to do? Shoot the ball instead of passing it? Oh, sorry, can you repeat the question? I'm just saying they knew he couldn't shoot. So what he was, was under the goal. He can't shoot, though. He can, he can make a layup at a point inside the paint. He didn't believe he could. Maybe he got a better play. He passed it for a better, like better shot. Was it a better shot though, or could he just take a turnover? He wait. He 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 got a turnover when he threw it. I think so. He should just threw up his. I don't know, but I don't know, man. I just think they they had their expectations were too high. They should have expected him to perform the way he did. Just think about it, man. Like. When you're doing something, don't you have like high expectations of yourself? Always. But do what do what are others' expectations of you? It depends on who it is. Which if it, yeah. was, if it was one of your fans, they'd be like, "Oh, I expect oh. you to do this." But if they expect you to play well at football, knowing that you're not really good at football, what what are you what, what, what's there to what's there? I don't know, dude. I I like not to beat myself up on the expectations of others, but I do think about it a lot. That's what you, like, I mean, I do too, stuff but. stresses me out. Yeah, you because know, I always feel like 
you have to do well to yeah. meet others' expectations. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's what motivates me. And I always tell myself, like, myself. I always tell myself, like, I don't really care what others think about me, but I kind of do. Yeah. It's, it's hard to turn that, uh, is that considered the reptilian brain? I don't want to use that. that uh, I don't know, but it sounded good. Say it again. Reptilian, reptilian brain. brain. It's like a, it's a whole concept. I'm not, I have to reread, re-research before you can quote me on that. But, go ahead. But yeah, whatever it is like that, what's ever pushing you or striving you or even stressing you out, you know, just trying to do better or meet higher expectations or, you know, set, maybe even set unrealistic goals for yourself because you always feel like you got to make somebody else happy or something like that. Yeah, as much, as much as you try to say yourself like, oh, I don't care what they think about me, you do and it's just like you're still like stressing yourself out to meet those expectations of others. When honestly, you should be like, Pushing that energy to meet the expectation of yourself, you know, like you should. You know what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, just an interesting thing to think about because even, you know, your expectations of the self. Are you setting those for your own self goals, just all entire, entirely you, or are you influenced by, you know, whether you it's see. your parents, your peers, yeah. your your sip, like whatever it is. Um, I, I think everyone, your circle. Everyone has like a certain goal, like amount of money they want. You know, they want to make this much amount of money, which they probably base that off something that they see or something that they've heard, you know, like, oh, this is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I want to make that because I've heard that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you should just be chasing, like, happiness. Happiness. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily happiness, but, like, love. What should you be chasing in life? Just money, but not. <laughs> just money. Just, not, I mean, happiness, not, just, not, not love. I'm just, just saying, money. You should chase money, but you should just keep chasing it and not put a number on it. You should just keep going and just say you can't go. Which they should do about like a lot of things. Well, you find love and just you know find love. You be happy and be happy, <laughs> but you keep chasing just that money. Stay down, stay low, get your money. That's, that's, what, you just, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. All I'm trying to bring. That's all I'm trying to do, man. Stay down. You keep going and try until you get like. Just keep going, man. Cause they ain't gonna stop making money. I feel like keep going is a really good mantra just to apply to everything. Keep going. Keep going. Is that, is that like something you just kind of tell yourself? Like you just got to keep going? Yeah, I think Especially that's... Especially when I'm running those miles, man. You just got to keep going. It's something that can be applied so often. You know? With, I'm with anything, honestly. If, if you're really like, you know, trying to push yourself and striving to be better, you're going to be more uncomfortable or doing things you don't want to do than times you're really going to be doing things you want to do. I heard David Goggins talk about this recently. I mean, he's a crazy guy. I like him. I listen to them like at eight thirty in the morning when I'm when I get to work sometimes. Oh yeah, just to give myself a little extra, like okay. Yeah. Yeah, I need this. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened, if you haven't listened to David Goggins, just take five minutes to do so. Who it's, put you on David Goggins? Uh, I think just Joe Rogan podcast. That's who you put me on. I know Connor West probably put Connor you West on. put me on. I said, yeah. oh yeah, I needed this. Shout out to Connor Shout West. Out to Connor West and the newborn Ace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, but yeah, he was saying how just. You know, if you're really pushing yourself, you're going to be doing things you don't want to do often. Right. And he says, you just got to get used to telling yourself that this is like the normal is having to put a push. Like, push I can relate a lot to that, man, because, I, you know, who likes to run? I mean, runners like to run. Runners. I wasn't a runner until I started running. Mm-hmm. I just have to make myself keep doing it. And now it's kind of like, a, we're running today. What time? How far? Like, how far are we running? It's just like a. 
thing I kind of adapted to. I was uh, I would, I feel like I relate that to a lot of things, but that's just that's just my thing to do. I mean, Work out and run because it's running kind of all about perseverance, yeah. you know, it's pushing awesome. through. I met a uh, runner recently. Uh, I've known you for a while, but you just found you just found out I was a runner. Yeah, I just found out. All right, yeah, two minutes ago, right before the podcast started. Well, you met a guy runner. I met a I met a girl. Oh, she was a runner. She was a track star. She was an acupuncturist. Wait, what? She was an acupuncturist. Acupressure? No, acupressure. Acupuncture. What's that? Acupressure is also a thing. I don't know. I do that. I poke you with needles and. Oh, that's her job. That's a that's that's, that's for real. That's for real her job. But she has a hobby. She's an ultra runner. You know what these ultra runners are? I've been one before, but go ahead. They run a hundred mile races. I ain't no ultra runner. <laughs> I ain't no ultra runner. Yeah, I met her at this. I met her at this coffee shop, and like, no joke, she runs these hundred mile races and wins them. Did she? Wait, what? She she went. She I I don't I don't even remember her times. Uh, her name was Gwen. She's an acupuncturist from Leadville, Colorado. Dude, like she runs hundred mile races. How long did you talk to her? Um, did you ask her how she trains? Like what she does? Like, well, she trains in the highest elevation city in Colorado. I think we were in the highest elevation uh, coffee shop in the country. Bro, you want to go run a marathon in Colorado? Not a marathon, a five k. I could do. Oh, dude, man! I remember the first time I ran in Colorado. I challenged this person to a race. We were racing up the hill. Yeah. I knew I could beat this person in a race. I knew I could. We started running, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired." Like, I think we would have to be training in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, I mean, obviously, but you, okay. I guess we got to start somewhere. We got to start running in Colorado for a five k. I feel like we wouldn't really need to train for the five k. We could just do it. It would be harder though. I can breathe. I can it's gonna be tough to breathe. You want to know my running experience in Colorado? I ran just one time. What did you run for? I didn't run far, so I got. I got. I convinced myself that I was gonna go on this high slope in the mountains of Colorado. Right, me and my friends were going snowboarding, skiing. I had on skis, so I go to the high slope. I never went skiing before, so I thought it was just like skating, which I never could skate either. So I, <laughs> I thought, I it thought was. this was good, so I go to the high slope and I can't even get down. So I eventually take off my skis and I just start like walking but running to the place to turn all my stuff in because I knew I was not good. At then that's my running experience, and it was cold that day. But I had on a bunch of clothes, though. My most recent uh, snow snowboarding and skiing experience, I... Uh, you remember me with Sean White? Because my hair is curly? No, just because you probably can snowboard good. I can't snowboard well. I can, I, can, I can... I've... Uh, it's been longer since I've skied, so I haven't skied in a long time. But uh, I can ride on a snowboard. I can't really do that crazy. I don't like going for jumps or something, maybe smalls. I'm just there cruising, having a good time. Uh-huh. You know, going back and forth, doing my snakes. But uh, the most recent time, like, I get my board, I get my rentals, I go up to the, uh, you know, take the ski list to the top of the, the hill. The mountain, you did what I did. I, I go in there and I make my first turn and my uh, my foot, like, strap where it straps into your foot, the whole thing comes off the board. So I just kind of bail out. I got one foot strapped in and another foot just kind of dangling. Just like a kickflip or something? No, I, I just kind of turned. I, just, I don't think I turned excessively hard. Were you able to push your foot back on there? No, no, no. I, I tried to kind of ride it, but I wasn't able to ride it. So I think I just had to take my board off, walk all the way back down. You broke the board. 
That board was gonna go anyway. Ah, oh, that's what I was saying. That too. board, that board was gonna go anyway. That was too. totally not my fault. Like the whole thing just, the board was fine. I think you just had to kind of like screw bolt however they put it back in, but it just came out. It was too loose. So I think you was too big for that board, bro. You should have got a bigger board. I, you just told me you was, never mind. But you was too big for that board. <laughs> you say you just told me you about two twenty five, man. Yeah. You was how much were you weighing at the time? Two twenty five. I don't know what I weighed at that time. I don't remember. But you was too big for that board, man. You you trying to say you should have too big to snowboard? You was too big for that board. Just that board. Just that board. You should have got a big one. They gave the me the board. I don't own my own board. Well, you should have been like, hey, this is too small. I need a bigger board. <laughs> that was I've been eating a lot this week. I know I need a bigger board. Oh man. Well, I guess I gotta go on a diet next time before I go snowboard. And before you come on the podcast, you should let everybody know how your diet's going. Goals, I, I think a couple episodes ago, you asked me uh, what the new, the new Year's resolution is. The new Year's resolution is to get down to 205. 205, and you have. I lose 20, I mean, 225. 20 I lose 20 pounds. I just lose 20 pounds. All you gotta do is, bro, lose a pound every week, and by episode 67, you'll be there. What? Because we almost. Oh, total. Total. My total, bad. total. I thought we were talking about season two. Nah, we still count season one, season two. All right, we're going to put something. But yeah, man, you keep losing that weight, man. You keep running those miles. Hey, peace. Peace.